We here at Stormdar Weather work hand-in-hand with the National Weather Service and other professional weather service agencies as a Weather Ready Nation ambassador. We are avid weather enthusiasts who have studied the likes of Mother Nature for over 30 years. The purpose of this podcast is to provide weather information, facts, and trivia in a manner that is entertaining and easily understood by everyone. Well, hello and welcome back to the Stormdar Weather Podcast. This is episode 78. I'm Rando. I'm Corey. And this is the the Pacific is Ramping Up edition. It is. Yeah, we're going to get into the tropics a lot later because we got a lot going on. But how about some little bit of rain today? It was welcome. We yeah. needed it. Yeah, now what 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 now you got up early because your wife Shara got she works nights and you were up like really early. I got up around six. Yeah. And between six and seven I got it was like a monsoon. I was driving between Branson and Forsyth and it's driving pretty slow because it's a pretty hilly, curvy road. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Highway over there. Uh-huh. And I couldn't see it. Was, it was just pouring. That's got, insane. got some lightning and thunder. It was kinda nice. Actually. Yeah, didn't you tell me that uh, you saw some nice red sky in in morning before it started raining to our east as the sun was coming up? There was there was it was a beautiful red, ah, and it was uh, a beautiful dark blue behind me as I was headed t- toward Forsyth. Oh, that was cool. And then I would see <laughs> a bolt of lightning here and a bolt of lightning there, Ooh. and it would get closer and closer. And by the time I was heading back to Branson, it just opened up. Wow, and I. Checked out my rain gauge, and within an hour, I had uh, nine-tenths of an inch. In an hour? Yeah, wow. and I was watching radar scope closely because it, it it was affecting parts of Branson, like the northwestern and northern parts. Okay. And it wasn't reaching the southern and eastern parts. Uh, there were parts closer to the high school and 248 that they got well over an inch, uh, close to an inch and a half. No kidding. But closer to you, what did you get? I walked out there and I thought, okay, I'm going to get close to that. I got, at that first round, I got 12 hundredths, just a little over a tenth of an inch. And I'm like, really? And the first round's where I got most of mine. Yeah. And then the second round, I thought, I mean, now I, I had to do a lot of errands today. So I was out running around. And of course, it rained on me. I thought, okay, this is cool. And when I got back, my final storm total was 0.2 inches. I didn't even get a quarter of an well, inch. That's how it works sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And we're not that. I mean, have you calculated exactly nautically how far apart we are now? Because you've just moved. Recently. No, not with my new house. I haven't. Okay. I think you're further away now. I'm definitely further away. I'm. Up there, even with Merriam Woods and Rockaway Beach, if you look at me on a map. Oh, okay. So, I get all the good storms. They always hit Merriam Woods and Rockaway Beach to hail, and it seems like yeah. to me. So, we'll see. <laughs> so, you're in the prime the prime zone now. I'm in the hail alley of <laughs> Branson. Hail alley. I think maybe the dome cuts off right over there or something. You know, I think it does. because You know, I forgot to ask Brad. I, got, I should text him uh, during the 
uh, weather school. Hang on. Say something. I'm going to write this down. He's going to text Brad during the weather school. Not sure why. Probably going to ask him how much he got. Yeah, I just want to see how much he had because Brad is actually downtown Branson. Yeah. So uh, I think just off of 76. And uh, I didn't talk to him today, so I'm just curious what he got. So we got that. and uh, But that cold front, all this activity was prefrontal. So the the cold front now, I mean, it is right at nine o'clock on Monday night, and we see the cold, the actual cold front is just hitting right at I forty four right now, uh, and we've had all this juice. And didn't you also say that uh, after that that first round of rain this morning, and then the sun came out and it just got blistering outside? It got pretty warm, pretty humid, and. Well, that was after the second round. Oh, so okay. And I, I was kind of watching another round out, you know, to our west, but it kind of sunk down to our south into Arkansas. I had some severe warnings out of that. Okay. But I thought maybe uh, that atmosphere would, you know, become unstable with all that heat and humidity. Oh, I'm sure it and was. And it did, just not here. Yeah, and I checked the the SPC meso maps because it's like okay, or, you know, because they had that marginal risk. Uh, which surprised me last night, yeah. right? Right before I went, I went to to sleep. You texted me, and it's like we're at one o'clock, and said so we were in a marginal. It's like why why are we in a marginal? That's weird. So I checked this morning, and the marginal had shifted. But Springfield, I think Branson and Joplin were still in the marginal. So after that, you know, second round of rain, that's what I thought was going to happen because the atmosphere was kicking in. But I looked at the parameters; there was hardly any wind shear out there the supercell composite was at i think a four two or four which uh i gotta do a weather school on on some storm predictions that's what i need to do is do storm prediction center parameters so people can understand this anyway but we've seen the supercell parameter up to like 48 before Hmm. uh so really a two or a four really isn't isn't anything uh but there was a little bit of surface based cape out there we had like three thousand um wasn't bad. Uh, we had four or five severe thunderstorm warnings in our stormdar forecast area today. A lot of them were, you know, 60 mile an hour winds. And I think there was some penny sized hail, uh, especially down there in Benton County, Arkansas, around uh, Rogers and Bentonville. Mostly a wind event than a hail yeah, event. And uh, we had a bunch of rain coming out of those. I mean, they were dumping just oh, tons my of Lord. rain. Well, you sent me something. What happened at uh, Newton County in part of Barry or whatever yeah. went under a, a, a flood warning? Well, they had a flood advisory out. Flood advisory. But they got, you know, triple what we got. In just, but it was a, just a small, tiny area, too. So In 10 times what I got. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, mean, exactly. I didn't get anything. I think, what was that thing you texted? Like 2.6 six inches or something? I think so. That was insane. And I did, if you watched the uh, radar loop... It was really interesting because they would develop and move, and as soon as they'd move out, more stuff would develop. So that's what we call training, and that's what yeah. was going on there. Uh, Springfield got a little bit. Uh, my mother, she had to go uh, do some stuff this morning, which is really cool at 8 o'clock because I was telling her, well, know where your windshield wipers are in your car and your headlights and everything. And she said right before she left, the rain quit. Hmm. And she went and did her errands and was gone an hour or so and then got back home and then it rained again and I saw that was that second round so she got lucky <laughs> driving she didn't have to drive in the rain good which I thought her. was cool yeah but you know we are watching that um that cold front coming through tonight 
And it, it's sparking some activity. I mean, it's not severe. The clouds are pretty cool to the north. Did you see those? Oh, I love those clouds. I was thinking about uh, running a a time lapse, but it's getting pretty dark. Okay, I'm looking at radar right now. And, I mean, there's some moderate to heavy rain going on. Stratford over to Willard. So my mother is just right there. She's, yeah, she, she's going to get hammered. And she just put her... Her barrel of, uh, she got a barrel at Lowe's, a flower bed, and she just filled it all up and sent me a picture. It was really pretty. So now Mother Nature is going to water that barrel mm-hmm. and her flowers. And uh, tomorrow, uh, we need, I do want to say that this this cold front, I mean, when we say cold front, it can have two different meanings. The cold front can either be a large temperature drop behind the front or it can be a large humidity drop behind the front. And that's what's happening with this one. It's a humidity drop. Uh, temperatures are going to be kind of normal, 89, 90 degrees tomorrow, but it's going to feel great. Brand new air mass. And that's what that's what's going to make it feel much, much better. It'll feel cooler. I'm going to get out and do some yard work tomorrow, maybe. I should get out and not do anything. Huh. I'm going to start walking. I got me some new That'd shoes. Uh, new walking shoes. I mean, I'm not, uh, I'm not morbidly fat or anything, but I just, I need to exercise. You know, everybody needs to exercise. Every, every, yeah, everybody needs to exercise. Exactly right. So I thought, you know, I, my last pair of tennis shoes, I, I think I paid sixty, seventy dollars for them, and that was ten years ago. So six <laughs> to seven dollars a year, I'm good. Yeah. So <laughs> went and got some new tennis shoes. So they're going to last me for ten years. But I, I need to use them. I got a treadmill if it's raining, and I've got a nice you know, place outside. So that's my goal for August because you know when Thanksgiving and Christmas come back around, we're all going to get fat again. Yeah, well, that's how it works. There's food, you know, and and by essence of nature, it starts getting cold. The body wants to store. Uh, so we're, we're going to do that. Okay. Uh, I looked at the GFS and I looked at the Canadian. Uh, those are the two I generally, re- you know, look at the most and actually tuesday's going to be fine but we're gonna we're kind of in a northwest flow now there's a big ridge out there in california uh which you know the clockwise motion around that is going to take it and put us in a northwest flow and that's going to be you know kind of off and on possibility of some showers i heard there's possibly some disturbances possible every day Wednesday-ish through the weekend, am I? That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I think some of the TV weathercasters were saying Friday is going to be, like, really rainy. I'm not saying that because the National Weather Service has us as partly cloudy on Friday. Yeah. Kind of far away. It's only Monday. You know. We'll see. Let's see. What do we we got? Oh! You know, okay, so we were really, really hot. That, that one week, just with the excessive heat warnings and heat advisories, and then that super cold front, the cold front with the cold air behind it came through. And I, I saw Joplin tied a record low on Ju- July 24th of 57 degrees. So we were wow. in the mid-90s with lows in the 70s, and all of a sudden that cold front came through, and then we were in the 80s and the lows. And, you know, some upper 50s, but I thought that was interesting. Uh Joplin in the year 2000 had a record low of 57, and on July 24th this year, they tied that thing. I kind of figured it would be lower than that for a record low. Well, it is the end of July. Well, I know, I know. (laughs) 
But still, I mean, they've been keeping track for a long time. Yeah, you know, I did look. I can't tell you the years, but, I mean, there, there's this uh, – if you go on the National Weather Service under, uh, what is it, normals and records, you can go to, you know, the main ASOS reporting stations like Springfield, West Plains, Joplin and stuff, and look at the, at their record lows. And, uh, and I think they said July 22nd, they had a record – Joplin had a record low of 51. Mm-hmm. So – and and honestly, at the end of July, if you get around fifty degrees, that is pretty pretty cold. Pretty cool. But fifty seven isn't isn't that much. However, you know, you sent me that uh, there's a uh, an article, and okay, you want to explain that? <laughs> well, National Weather Service. Okay, they put out twelve thousand flash flood warnings every year, mm. and. I'll tell you a story. Okay. The flash flood warning in the middle of the night is why most people turn off their weather radios because there are so many of them and they wake them up and they don't care about them because they're not in an area that's going to flood. They're not in any type of danger where they're at. Now, to the very, very small point zero point one percent that are near that are camping that night yes that's very important yes well what the national weather service wants to do is change the way they issue flash flood warnings so they're going to issue from what i understood they're going to they're going to have three different tiers of flash flood warning a basic was it and then they had a uh I think the, oh, the largest yeah. one was catastrophic. Yeah, base, considerable, and catastrophic. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah. base. That's just going to be. I, I don't know. I don't know how they're going to issue them. Yeah. For on the weather radio, or if they're even going to sound the weather radio for the basic. I, I I don't know. Yeah. It's just something we're going to have to watch and find out how they do it. Uh, now the top two, considerable and catastrophic. That's going to warn people of. Uh, that could impact your life and your property. So yes. anyway, what they're trying to do is shrink the number of flash flood warnings that go out. So hopefully, so hopefully people will listen to them more than they do now. Yeah. And that's the problem that the, the national Weather service used to have many years ago is they would issue so many warnings, people got desensitized. They're, they're just numb. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, my buddy Marty Wilhite, uh, who is from Norman, Oklahoma, you know, from years ago, they they would say, National Weather Service, oh, a tornado warning. He goes, yeah, okay, that's fine. Let's just go out and play baseball. You know, they, it was no big deal. Now, granted, in the tornado category and the uh, severe thunderstorm category, the technology has gotten a lot better so they can really specifically say things. But I, I agree with you because flash flooding, it, there's so many warnings out but there. But they have to be careful because that's what causes the most fatalities. Yeah, yeah. People die most of floods than lightning, tornadoes, Because even if anything. you don't live in an area, you could drive into the area. And if you didn't know, it's just one of those things that... We're just going to have to see how it works out. Yeah, the stupidest thing that people can do, and yes, I use stupid, is they see water overflowing a road, and they're like, well, I can drive through that. No, I don't I don't care if you know what it is. You know, you see the road, and if it's underwater, that water flowing across there, number one, the water may have washed the road out. Number two, 
it doesn't take that much flowing water to wash your vehicle off the no, road. Not at it's all. like you know, and the National Weather Service always said, and we drive it in the ground, turn around, don't drown. I don't care. You know, if you look and say, Well, I've driven this road a hundred times, I can go. No. <laughs> it could sweep you and then it causes so many other people to have to come and rescue you if your car goes off the road. It's just don't do it. And people still to this day, well, you know, it's just a road. I'm just going to drive on that road. It just got a little water over it. Well, it might, but. Well, someday we can uh, maybe bring our good friend Mike Griffin on the podcast and we'll ask him how how they are going to handle these, the National Weather Service. That's a great idea. And a little teaser. I hear he may be coming back to our neck of the woods sometime in August. So if that happens, we are definitely getting him on the podcast. So get your pins and papers, uh, pencils and paper. Hmm. Now we're going to have lots of questions for him. So that, yeah, don't, don't forget about this, you know, write that down. I'm going to text Brad. You, you, you write that down. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. In this new warning system uh, there, yeah, they're going to implement it the 16th of September. So we'll, we'll, we're just going to have to see, See how that is going to work out. You know, I looked at the Climate Prediction Center because I'm always looking at the Climate Prediction Center every couple of weeks <laughs> just to see what the new updates are. And <clears throat> basically what I saw for the next basically six months from now, so through, through the end of December, they are talking about near normal precipitation. They, they call it ECs or equal chances, uh, but the temperature is quite a bit warmer. They're forecasting a lot warmer conditions. Now, I'm not going to worry about El Nino, uh, which we established last podcast. They update on the second Thursday of the month, so I'm not anticipating you know any big changes. You know, when you go back and look at uh, what we got in rain... In July, it was below normal quite a bit. In July, oh yeah, and we needed as much rain as we could get. You know, some of us got rain, and some of us didn't. I hate to see that. I, I like to be above, right at or above. You know, going into August. August is the uh, to me. August is where it goes. August turns is south. pretty dry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you can get pretty dry conditions there. I mean, we are not in a drought, so no. we want to tell people we're not in a drought, but. We had a lot of rain, and now we're having a lot of nice weather. So our our we're we're getting to where we my yard is starting to turn brown. Mine already is. Yeah. Well, you get an inch an hour. I get less than a quarter. Of course, <laughs> well, <mine's> gonna... <laughs> it was brown yesterday. Tomorrow it won't be. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> so let's let's hope uh, you know let, let's hope we get some. And and like we said before, this week. We're going to start seeing, you know, we're in that northwest flow. So we're going to have off and on chance. I'm at this point, I'm not seeing any type of a washout. I mean, even if we have those little spot cells, those poppers that we talked about, that's what I think is going to happen. Yeah. We're just going to have those. Oh, it's that time of year. Oh, yeah. Especially. And they can dump. Oh, yeah. If you're under one of those things, you may get three inches. So look for some, you know, flood warnings or flood advisories Mm -hmm. going out on that. Okay. Oh. You know, let's hit this right before the tropics, because tropics is going to be a big segment. You texted me, and I forgot about this. There's going to be a meteor shower. Well, there's going to be two meteor showers tonight. tonight. Wow. Tonight. Uh, yeah, we have, let me 
see if I can pronounce these right. The the alpha is it really called the alpha Capricornids? I mean, because alpha in, on this article I'm reading is not. Okay, I got it up. Capitalized. Capricornids is. So I don't know how. Yeah, it's probably the Greek. That, well, no, down the. Okay, I don't know. It was the alpha Capricornids? Now they they go through. They started July 3rd and go through August 11th. Now I I did see uh, a few weeks ago, two or three weeks ago, I, I saw a. A shooting star or a meteor fly right above my house. So maybe it was part of that. It, it's only responsible for like five meteors an hour. You're not going to get, you're not going to want to sit it oh, in the yard nothing. for that and get bit by all those mosquitoes. Nah, nah. Uh, but, but now you have the Delta Aquarians, and they're active July 12th, which was a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. to August 23rd. Oh, they go to the end of August. Yeah. Okay. And they're best viewed down here in the Southern Hemisphere. Wait, wait. <laughs> and, and, well, the best viewed in the southern <laughs> and the southern latitude. I read that wrong. The southern latitudes of the northern hemisphere. Uh, so basically, Mexico. And <laughs> yeah, but I think uh, they'll still be visible here with about twenty meters an hour. None of these are huge, like your lineoids and your oh, the Perseids. Per- now the, the Perseids. Those are like the biggies that come uh, in the middle of August. Uh, yeah, I remember my grandson, Logan. I don't know if he's listening to this or not, but I think my stepdaughter, Megan, is. Uh, that Logan and I, when we were 10 years old, or not we, <laughs> I'm much older than him. We were like 8 or 10 years old. We'd go out and sit on my eastern patio and just look up and just all you know just see if we can see as many perseid meteors we can and it, sometimes they're great and sometimes they're not so great and it really depends on the cloud cover and the moon phase yeah now after this front moves through then the skies are going to clear and um but in right now it's kind of clear but i i <laughs> i gotta tell you while you were doing that if you heard my phone go off my mother texted me with that cold front that's moving through she said it's pouring and her tv signal just went out oh she has satellite yeah, she does, and and we were, uh, I was watching that here. <coughs> Excuse me, uh, watching that front go through, and I I told you a little bit ago, it's like, man, there's some moderate to heavy rain going through here. Mm-hmm. But as soon as that moves through, which probably will reach Branson, I'd say probably about midnight or something, then the skies are going to clear if you're overnighters. But I think what they were saying in this article too, I mean, the meteors aren't going to be like screaming. I mean, it's as they're going to no. be these like really faint, you know, things. So if you have any po- light pollution at all, you, you may not be able to see well, it. Well, let me tell you this: NASA has some tips. Ooh, okay, a couple tips here. Very important to see these me- meteor sh- showers. Uh, they recommend come prepared with a sleeping bag, a blanket, or a lawn chair. You can see them much better if you have a blanket. You okay. should lie. <laughs> you should lie flat on your back and look up. That is not to the straight side. Straight from NASA. <laughs> Lay flat on your back and look up. That sounds like a Captain Obvious so thing. There you go. <laughs> okay, so when I go out, be prepared. You know, don't don't just lay on the ground. No, no, no. No, no, no. You have be to have little, a, might be a little wet anyway. Yeah, that's true. So you need a a lawn chair or a sleeping bag. Actually, the sleeping bag's not a bad idea. No. Because if you sit there long enough, lay there, lay there, excuse me, lay there long enough, you're going to go to sleep. <laughs> you might as well be covered up. Oh, I, You know what? I, I would add bug spray to the list. 
I would definitely add bug yeah. spray to that list. <laughs> now, I am not uh, bug friendly. I that that's not one of my deals. <clears throat> so, if you're out, I mean, uh, mo- most people are listening to this podcast probably tomorrow or whatever. Uh, but like Corey said, I mean, they're gonna they they're gonna go for a while. But I wouldn't really expect much until maybe the Perseids, and we'll do our Perseid uh, podcast in a couple of weeks when that comes out. Hey, let's get to the tropics. Okay. We've got stuff going on. It uh, the title of this is the Pacific ramping up, and it is taken off, which we kind of knew. August, I think you even said. Uh, was it last week or something like in August, things are going to really start get going. I'm going to check the National Hurricane Center again just to see if they've updated. They have not. So I'm just going to read my text here. Okay. In the Atlantic, they we have a disturbance in the Eastern Caribbean, uh, which is basically going to be a nothing burger. But that one in the Eastern Caribbean, you saw it was an invest 95L or something? 95L. See, and that that's interesting because... Now this was... The last update was uh, five hours before midnight on July 30th. So 7 p.m., yeah. Is that today? Now? I don't know. Two hours ago? Well, I mean... Yeah, it would have been two hours ago. Yeah, yeah, because the NHC has got 8 p.m. Eastern, so that's that's a couple hours ago. But what the National Hurricane Center says about this particular system is formation chance through 48 hours is near zero and the formation chance through five days is about 10 percent so it i mean if you let i think wasn't it last week we talked about invest an invest is an investigative thing where they're going to be looking at it so i'm a little confused because i did see some information about where yesterday they talked what, about what it was your numbers your zero percent and ten percent yeah Five, five, the five days was a 10% yes. chance. Yes. Yeah, yeah on, on this one particular thing. And it looks like it's over like Puerto Rico-ish, you know, out there in the Eastern Caribbean. And uh, just doesn't look promising. But, you know, we'll see in a couple of days. I think it's just going to be out there. I mean, conditions are ripe. Uh, you know, this, this is the time of year. Stuff's going to get going. And in the at Atlantic also, uh, right off, let me see. I don't think it's the Cape Verde. Well, it's close to Cape Verde. The Cape Verde Islands in Africa, when you get systems take off from the Cape Verde, mm-hmm. those are the ones you got to watch. You well, know? they're looking at a, a, a tropical wave southeast of Cabo Verde. I'm not sure where that are Verde. Yeah. So it has to be out there. Yeah, that's the Cape Verde, Verde there's, Islands. There's, yeah. a, there's, a, there's one out there that says formation chance through five days, 20%. Yeah, we'll see. But if that thing takes off, if conditions are right. Well, that's where they start. That's where you get your big August hurricanes. That's where Maria start. came from. Yeah. The, and then was Isaac. Mm-hmm. I think those those are the biggies. So, you know, when they come off of that little... It, if you look at Africa, there's... Like the western side of Africa, there's a little tip off of Africa. And that's the Cape Verde tip. And for some reason, I guess the, the, the air coming off of the Sahara Desert is really favorable. So if you got that wind... That warm wind coming off of there, I guess, will start feeding that hurricane or the tropical system. I shouldn't say hurricane, and then it will start its you know trek toward toward us. So we got to watch that. Um, okay, now Eastern Pacific got a couple of them out there. <laughs> yeah, we got Eric, and e it's spelled E R I C K. So it is. 
It's been hanging on as a tropical storm. The National Hurricane Center has been saying this thing is going to be kicking in for a it's it's going to go to hurricane, but it's got up to 70 mile an hour winds and it hasn't really reached that threshold because once it once it bumps up above 74 miles an hour, then that's considered a hurricane. So right now it's still a tropical storm. And some models are having that they're thinking maybe a possible category three in a few days on that. On Eric? Yeah. That's what I'm looking at right here. Oh, that's right. Yeah, 8 a.m. on Wednesday. Yeah, a major hurricane. Oh, my gosh. But the good news is on this one, um, and I read something yesterday on the discussion. They they thought that the plot, I don't know, something about the plotting or whatever may have been too far north. So mm-hmm. uh, the adjusted track is actually going to go south of the Hawaiian Islands. I'm not quite sure, but it's pretty far south. However, you know, if you get a hurricane in a big system, the islands are going to be affected by those wraparound winds oh, sure. either. And it, it, it may not be more than like 30, 35 miles an hour, but the actual... Um, <clears throat> I got frogs in my throat. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> she loves that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, from a major hurricane to a hurricane to a tropical storm going south. That's what we're looking at. And... But the one that I saw earlier, which the, I love the, this name. The new one. Flossie. Yeah. You know what that makes me think of? I can't imagine. Any, any idea what that makes me think of? <laughs> I'm sure my dental hygienist would really, really like this tropical storm. It makes me think of funnel cakes at Civil Dollar City because you buy them at Flossie's Fried Fancies. Oh, really? Yeah. So that's pretty cool. I need to go to Silver Dollar City more. (laughs) (laughs) No, I was thinking Flossie is like, okay, well, I need some floss there. Now, in all honesty, I've been looking at this one. This one is one we're going to need to watch really closely because its projected track is north of Eric. And if it hangs on, okay, this is only Monday, all right? So they've got the projected track out through Saturday. It's headed right for Hawaii. Yeah. Yeah. Now, we don't know. <laughs> it's and, a whole week. And I think it's going to be a pretty consistent category two-ish type storm, right? Yeah. They've got H's all. Like, for, like it's it's projected to become a hurricane uh, Tuesday morning, and they still have it a hurricane Saturday morning. It wouldn't surprise me if we didn't have at least one hurricane by the time we ended this podcast or well that's that's what i'm yeah exactly i mean we we keep checking and and they've said for like all day all day today they've said that eric is going to become a hurricane we just don't know when and it's been riding right at 70 miles an hour the entire day it's like come on if you're gonna assume they have hurricane (laughs) hunters out right have you heard anything about that Oh, they've got reconnaissance. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've not, just not read anything about them this time around. I haven't either. I mean, now, Flossie's maximum sustained wind right now is only 50 miles an hour. But there, again, it's going to be 8 a.m. to... Wait, 8 a.m. to... They need to update this. Because they still have 11 a.m. Monday on the on their graphic. So maybe by the time we, we end this podcast, then we'll know some more about it. Uh yeah. Well, 11 a.m. Honolulu time. Ooh, it could be Honolulu time. What time? It's HST. Yeah. I think Hawaii it's... Hawaii Standard Time? Do they not yeah, have... Yeah, Hawaiian Standard Time. So they don't do daylight savings time in Hawaii, I'm guessing, then. If you're in the middle of the ocean, I don't so, think it really matters. <laughs> so 11 a.m., I'm, I'm not sure how far... 
five hours. Was it five? Okay, so that's about right. Yeah, so so five hours. So they're 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 later. So this would yeah. Well, the four o'clock. This four is the four o'clock update. Yeah. So they're going. To, what the National Hurricane Center does is is four main updates per day: four o'clock and ten o'clock. Uh, and then they do little interims in between then where they just, they, you know, I guess that's where the reconnaissance, I don't know why, but, but they do the, the interims at like seven o'clock and one o'clock. So 10 o'clock, it's nine thirty right now. Sometimes they come just a little early and sometimes they don't. You know, I like that about them. They <laughs> do that. Unlike the storm prediction center, storm prediction center. If you're listening, you know, if you say you're going to have something out by 1130, have it out by 1130, not 1150. Okay, yep. I'm off of my soapbox now. Here, wait, I got to get. Yeah, I had. Thank you, thank you. And thank I'm you. not as yeah. concerned about the winds right now. I'm con- I'm looking at the pressure, seeing how far that pressure goes down with each update. Exactly, because that's because yeah, we, and we talk about both the central minimum pressure mm-hmm. and the winds, but they're all correlated. Right. And the strength of a of a of a tropical storm is not really the wind; it's the pressure. In the center. Which causes the wind. Which causes the wind. Yeah, it's, a, it's such a cause and effect thing. So that's why we always put the central minimum pressure. And right now, well, as of 4 o'clock, which was almost six hours ago, uh, central minimum pressure in Flossie was, wait, where did it say? 1,001. Yeah. Which isn't that much, but they got winds at 50 miles an hour. It's still 1,000 millibars. That's kind of impressive, if you ask me. Yeah, it... it- it's eh. supposed to be a hurricane by tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so the water must be ripe over there. No yeah. wind shear, evidently. No, but right right north of that, I mean, right north of both. I mean, Eric and Flossie are on basically an identical latitude right now. They're both right about 13, 14 uh, north. Well, they're still hundreds of miles. Both of these are still hundreds of miles. Oh, yeah. If not thousands. From Hawaii right now. Oh, yeah. So there it is. They could turn just a half of a degree, you know. Yeah, yeah they're still so Well, like far. Eric did, because, you know, it was going towards Hawaii and they said, nah, they got the track run. So then it kind of, now it's going south. So Flossie could, could do the same thing. Right. So, so we are watching that and we do have followers. We have several followers in Hawaii, which I think is awesome. I don't know if they listen to the podcast or not, but I hope they do. Wow, so that's that's quite a bit of a tropic update. I'm working on a tropics sound. What do you call it? A stinger? I call it a right. sound sound drop. Um, so we can really look look on that, and uh, I don't know. I just you know we have it for almost everything else, so I might as well do it <laughs> like a song stinger for that. Anyway, we've been talking about the tropics a long time, and since it is really worth getting into hurricane season, today's Stormdor Weather School is all about hurricanes, and there you go. So let's get to the weather school. If there's something about the weather that you want to know, Stormdor Weather School. A tropical system has developed in the Gulf of Mexico. We've just gone under a hurricane warning. Do we need to evacuate, or can we just ride it out?
A tropical cyclone is a rapidly rotating storm system characterized by a low-pressure center, a closed low-level atmospheric circulation, strong winds, and a spiral arrangement of thunderstorms that produce heavy rain. Depending on its location and strength, a tropical cyclone is referred to by many different names, including a hurricane, a typhoon, tropical storm, cyclonic storm, tropical depression, and simply a cyclone. A hurricane is a tropical cyclone that occurs in the Atlantic Ocean and northeastern Pacific Ocean, and a typhoon occurs in the northwestern Pacific Ocean, while in the South Pacific or Indian Ocean, comparable storms are referred to simply as tropical cyclones or severe cyclonic storms. Tropical refers to the geographic origin of these systems, which form almost exclusively over tropical seas. Cyclone refers to their winds moving in a circle, whirling around a central clear eye, with the winds blowing counterclockwise in the northern hemisphere and blowing clockwise in the southern hemisphere. The opposite direction of circulation is due to the Coriolis effect. Tropical cyclones typically form over large bodies of relatively warm water. They derive their energy through the evaporation of water from the ocean's surface, which ultimately recondenses into clouds and rain when moist air rises and cools to saturation. Coastal regions are particularly vulnerable to the impact of a tropical cyclone compared to inland regions. The primary energy source for these storms is warm ocean waters. Therefore, these storms are typically strongest when over or near water and weaken quite rapidly over land. Coastal damage may be caused by strong winds and rain, high waves due to winds, storm surges due to severe pressure changes, and the potential for spawning tornadoes in outer bands once they move on shore. At the center of a mature tropical cyclone, the air sinks rather than rises. For a sufficiently strong storm, air may sink over a layer deep enough to suppress cloud formation, thereby creating a clear eye. The weather inside the eye is normally calm and free of clouds, although the sea may be extremely violent. The eye is normally circular in shape and is typically 19 to 40 miles in diameter, though eyes as small as 1.9 miles and as large as 230 miles have been observed. The cloudy outer edge of the eye is called the eye wall. The eye wall typically expands outward with height resembling an arena football stadium. This phenomenon is sometimes referred to as the stadium effect. The eye wall is where the greatest wind speeds are found. Air rises most rapidly. Clouds reach to their highest altitude and precipitation is the heaviest. The heaviest wind damage occurs where a tropical cyclone's eye wall passes over land. Tropical cyclones span a large range of sizes from 62 to 
up to 1,243 miles as measured by the radius of the vanishing wind. They are largest on average in the northwest Pacific Ocean Basin and the smallest in the northeastern Pacific Ocean Basin. If a tropical system travels northward outside of the tropics region, then it is considered extratropical or a mid-latitude cyclone. Subtropical systems can form pretty much any time of the year. Their characteristics differ slightly from the usual tropical cyclone in the fact that their energy source is derived from wind patterns rather than the warm water, as their sea surface temperatures is usually a little lower than a typical cyclone, and this inhibits their ability to rapidly grow. Subtropical cyclones usually don't become hurricanes due to their unusual structure. When a tropical system develops in a closed circulation, then the storm merits a name. The names are chosen by the World Meteorological Organization each year. Up until 1978, only female names were used, but in 1979, male and female names were included in the list for naming storms in the Atlantic and Gulf of Mexico. For Atlantic hurricanes, there is a list of names for each six years. That means one list is repeated every seven years. The only time that there's a change is if a storm is so deadly or costly that the future of its name on a different storm would be inappropriate. If that occurs, then that particular storm name is retired. We hope this gives you some insight on hurricanes as we enter hurricane season. These tropical storms are not to be messed with. If you happen to get under a tropical storm warning or a hurricane warning, then evacuate, because it has been determined that a dangerous weather situation is headed your way. If you have a question you'd like us to answer, then send us an email at stormdarweather at gmail.com, and in the subject line put weather question. Well, that does it for this edition of Stormdar Weather School. And there you have all the hurricane information you need to know. But not all hurricane information. No, because during the weather school, uh, we got a bunch of updates. So, And I don't have a a drop for that. So let me see. Uh, No, that's a baby sneezing. (laughs) Well, Uh, that works for me. (laughs) Anyway, yeah, so we've we've got a lot to update you on. So, Corey, you want to hit this one here? Well, let's start with... Hurricane Eric. Hurricane. I feel like I needed some reverb on that. You know, maybe later. Well, well, yeah. I was going to say it separately, and I'll drop it in. Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> Hurricane Eric is now up to 75 mile an hour uh, wind speed. I'm not sure about uh, the gusts or the uh, – let me read here. Gusts up to 92 miles an hour. Movement Ooh. west, 16 miles an hour. The pressure is down to 990, which it was only 991. It was 991 earlier. So yeah, that was It hasn't dropped all that much. Yeah. But it is up to 75, which puts it officially a low-end Category 1 hurricane. Yes, which we figured. And because it's getting close to 10 and they've updated. So, And the, yeah. uh, the I'm looking at an updated graphic. Uh Right now, models are projecting that it's going to hit a Category 2 before going down to 
a tropical storm before moving south of the Hawaiian Islands. Yeah, I'm seeing that. Yeah, definitely see. Yeah, okay, they just updated the um, uh, Central Pacific. Now, yeah, it's going to go pretty far south of the Hawaiian Islands. Now, I'm sure the main island of Hawaii is probably going to get some... Some wraparound wind on that. I mean, it's it's supposed to decrease to a tropical storm by Thursday, but still, tropical storm is anywhere between thirty nine and seventy four, seventy three, really. So there's it's probably be windy on Friday, but I, I mean, you, you've lucked out on this one, so that's good. Well, let's talk about let's talk about tropical storm fruit uh, fruit cake, <laughs> tropical storm funnel cake, flossy. Funnel cake, Flossie's topic. fried fancies at Silver Dollar City. Everybody, everybody, I, everybody gets a funnel cake at Silver Dollar City, right? I've, yeah, I've got to. I've got. <laughs> Flossie's. Anyway, tropical oh. storm, Flossie. <laughs> okay. Uh, winds are up to sixty-five miles an hour, so we only got another nine mile an hour difference before it hits hurricane status. Yeah, and it was fifty. So now but the pressure is still one thousand and one. See, that's weird. Has not dropped. That is so weird, but the winds are really kicking up. That's the winds really kicked up. Fifteen mile an hour sustain. Now, when when we talk about these maximum sustained winds, that is a sustained wind for one minute. So they measure the winds for one. It's not gusts. So, like you said, what the gust? Now the for, gusts are up to seventy five on Flossie. Yeah, so they will gust up there, but the sustained wind is what we're looking at. But you're right; it, it's still a thousand and one millibar. That is so weird. I'm looking at the updated graphic of Flossie. It's scheduled by. 5 a.m. in the morning now. Now, is that 5 a.m. Hawaiian time? I'm not sure. Eh, I have to look at the uh, but, uh, Hawaiian, yes. Category 1 hurricane by Wednesday, we're looking at Category 2. And possibly by Thursday evening, we're looking at a Category 3. And this thing's heading, the trajectory takes it more toward Hawaii than, than Eric. Yeah, we're really going to have to watch this one. And this one... Uh, as opposed to the earlier graphic, which did not have Flossie becoming a major hurricane. Right. Now we've got a couple of days where they're talking major. So our, for our people in Hawaii, and I've got to make, uh, I've got to make uh, a graphic, uh, not, uh, not graphic, a post on this in a little bit, because this, we really need to let people know that Flossie is a different situation. Eric is one. Well, that's a huge jump from the last um, 15 yeah. miles an hour winds. Yeah, I know. Sustained. That's that's you know that that that's so, a little different. So that's a that's a major update that you heard right here on the podcast. Even though most people won't be listening to it tonight, uh, and it will all change tomorrow. I will. I'll go home. And I will to too. Right. I always listen to make sure I've got the levels right. But that's here and there. Uh, the the Atlantic uh, still. I mean, we we gave the update on that. That has not changed. That's the eight p.m. update. So right yeah. now they're looking at two waves in the Atlantic, which is mm-hmm. one off of the uh, the uh, Cape Verde Islands and Verde, one yeah. or Verde. It looks like Verde to me because it ends with E. It's just the way I say it. Well, it's a, it's so. Africa. It's I'm European. Not, I, I know, know exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. There's definitely no tropical storms in the Atlantic right now. Mm-mm. And we're w- still watching that thing uh, that is south of Mexico that we talked about. It hasn't changed. Does the National Weather Service, uh, or not National Weather the, the Hurricane Center, do they mention anything about an invest over in the Atlantic? I do not see any invest in the Atlantic. Huh. So I don't, I don't know who's doing that. 
I don't know. An, an invest is well, something. Well, it hasn't been updated, so. Yeah, an, an invest is, like we said last week, is, is something that they are really kind of watching that could produce... Uh, Turn into it's an a tropical depression. Yeah, yeah. So the next step after an, after an invest is tropical depression. And according to these stats that we just read from uh, eight o'clock Eastern time or seven o'clock tonight, there's again that invest you're talking about says ten percent chance maybe some that may change tomorrow. Now let me let me ask you this. Okay, you have Hurricane Eric now. Yes, they'll start updating that more often now, right? No. Then a tropical storm. No, no. It's every three every three hours, uh, they'll do an update. But the main ones are like ten and four, and then the interim ones will be seven and one. officially. Officially, yeah. Now it, that's I mean, the, that's the that's the magic word, right? Now I think I think if it starts really looking like it's going to threaten Hawaii, they will probably do some more updates. I know when on it that. gets close to when when they get close to Florida and the, and the Gulf, they start issuing every hour. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, they've got to get all the information. So that's why I'm thinking. But right if, now, this this Fosse and, and 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 Eric, there's not much out there except for Hawaii, and Hawaii is very small. So it's really got to pinpoint the exact trajectory to hit Hawaii. That's why you don't hear very many hurricanes actually landfall in Hawaii. You just don't hear about that much. Right. And, and if you look at it on the map, when you look at the size of the hurricane and the size of Hawaii. I mean, you, you really kind of have to make a beeline over there. I mean, Hawaii is, is relatively small in comparison to the And that's a, a huge ocean. Uh, the hugest. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's the hugest but ocean. Look at the, what do you call the, uh, the, the circle like in the furthest model? That, that, what do you call the circle around the hurricane? The, the, the cone of, uh, of uncertainty. uncertainty. Yeah. The, the, well, it, look how small it is compared to what you see it when it gets closer to yeah, Florida. Yeah, yeah. It, it because sometimes if they're if they're kind of unsure and the models don't really do it, they'll, they'll make a really wide cone of uncertainty. Um, and and the the track that they they use is a consensus judgment of most of the models that go there. So, but but yeah, that's pretty narrow. Well, let me tell you, uh, if I were living in Branson. Mm-hmm. I know people who are living in Branson now that are in Hawaii right now that are flying out this week. Yes. So I don't have to worry about this. But if I had a vacation scheduled there, say, Friday. a week from tomorrow or a week from Monday or Sunday, mm-hmm. I would be concerned. The way I'm looking at this track, yeah, man, it's almost straight to Hawaii. Uh, almost, on, on yeah. Flossy. Right. Now, now granted... Like I said earlier in the podcast, the GFS and the the Canadian both have it going toward Hawaii, but diminishing before it gets there a little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but again, Still we didn't see a major on Flossie until this update. So yeah. well, uh, not only a major by Thursday, but I'm it, it the the winds majorly increased within the last six hours yeah and it's extended i mean the winds extend way uh, hundreds of miles out from the circulation center and, and we must say uh on Flossie, the the cone of projection only goes out to saturday that's not near hawaii uh what we're saying is if it continues on that track like you're saying next week monday or tuesday 
then if it continues on that path, then Hawaii may be into it. So we may have <laughs> we may have to title next week's podcast Hurricane Flossie. Now, <laughs> you would you would assume mm-hmm. I've never I've not heard this, but I'm sure the building codes like in Miami are a little different than they are here to to withstand some hurricanes oh, in, the, in the newer buildings. Of course, yes. I would assume Hawaii is the same way, even though it's oh, a should. small area. Oh, they they better. I mean, because not only winds, you're going to have flooding. I mean, the earth. Well, that's that's the big storm surge. That's the biggie. The storm surge and the flooding. I think is going to be the if it's going to hit Hawaii, that's going to be your your biggest issue. Yeah. So the best thing to do if you uh, know people in Hawaii, then have them tune into Storm Dar Weather. We will be following that because, like like we said before, we've got several people several followers in Hawaii that are our friends and we want to keep them safe too. Especially now that the weather around here has been pretty boring. It is boring. I mean, we apologize <laughs> for that. Yes. But I do want to do another update. We have another update. Um, the, the cold front that we've been talking about that went through I-44. Um, I got a text from my mother. She said it was earlier. She said it was just raining so hard, blinding rain. Well, we're looking at radar now. It's 10 o'clock. And the radar now has uh, some pretty hefty rain from Sparta to Nixa to Clever and to Marionville, and that's all headed towards Branson. So once we end the podcast, I'm going to have to make a big post about that. Uh, We don't see lightning in it. I mean, most of the lightning-producing activity is more towards Mountain Grove, West Plains. I just saw another lightning strike just pop up uh, south of Willow Springs. That's where the biggest axis of instability is. So what we've got here coming down south into Taney and in Stone County is more of, it's just a general, it, there may be a brief downpour, but we don't see lightning in this. It's just the, the cold front, which is dry, interacting with the moist air here. And that's pushing that and causing it, causing lift. And that's what what's causing this rain. So... That's what we got. We've got those two updates for you. Lots of lightning east of Ava, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's like over there in Douglas County, around the West Plain, but not here. No, not even. I'm not even sensing any uh, cloud to cloud. We, uh, over no, I don't see Nixon, any Ozark. lightning from Sparta to Ozark to Nixa to Merritt. No. So it's probably going to rain later, and you will probably get another half an inch, and I'll probably get another three hundredths. That's the way it's I don't all know. I don't, We'll see if it holds on. That That's the thing. We're, we're, you know, we're at 10 o'clock. We're way past the uh, maximum heating of the day, and now uh, I do think the dynamics of this thing, I mean, obviously it's hanging on because it's increased a little bit, but it's it's not going to get any worse than this. I really don't no. think it's going to get any worse than this at it's all. It's riding now. Is it riding the front? Yeah. Well, yeah. It's right right ahead of it. Yeah. So the front, and we won't won't really notice much tonight. I mean, the skies will clear, and if we, like we said before, if you don't have a lot of light pollution and you're a night owl and you won't fall asleep, uh, you probably go out and lay in a Be bored sleeping a bag in a wet grass. I have a hammock, but there's so many trees around my yard. Well, that yeah, that's a thing too. <clears throat> you kind of need a, a clear uh, view of everything. <laughs> well, let's go back to the tropics. I have a story for you. Oh, okay. So, what you got on the tropics? Do you remember uh, last week we had hurricane, or not hurricane, but tropical storm Barry? Right. And he kind of parked itself over southeastern 
or southwestern Arkansas, over the town of Murfreesboro. Yes. Now, you know what Murphy, Murfreesboro is famous for? The diamonds. That is the uh, Crater of Diamonds State Park. Only yeah. place you can go mine for diamonds and keep what what you find. I'm going to go there. I'm I've been there right. three or four times. Oh, yeah? Find anything? No. Oh, okay. Anyway, when they uh, when you first get there, they kind of tell you what to do and what to look for. And I remember the very first time it rained and rained and rained until I got there. And they go, you are in luck because they find the most diamonds out there after a, a, a large rain. Ah, okay. Still didn't find anything. But I tell you that to tell you this. This week at, on July 24th, after the record-setting uh, rain they got in Murfreesboro, a man found a 2.12 carat brown diamond. Whoa! In the Arkansas Diamond State Park. Now that's uh, the largest diamond found this year. Okay. And the sixth diamond found this week. They don't usually have that many diamonds found in one week, but they had, I forget how many, like 15 inches of rain. Yeah. And that 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 that's what does it. I don't know why exactly. We just have to wash all the dirt and wash oh, yeah. all the sediment out. Yeah, it's the weirdest thing that 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 whole area. I'm not sure what causes the diamonds to. It's almost in my mind. I want to say it was like a meteor that landed right there because it's all in one line, and it's a perfect trajectory from from like east to west, and you can't find diamonds outside of the boundaries. It's like something happened there. How weird. Because you're not in a diamond mine. You're in a field that looks like a farm. And oh, you're really? sitting here digging through the dirt. Oh, okay. So, so it's not like Mount Ida where you're no, 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 getting... No. Oh, okay. So something tells me that something crashed there in the who knows when. Yeah. I don't that know would that cause, for sure. Yeah. That would, that would make... You know what it could be also? It's close to the New Madrid Fault. Is it? What's well, on this? Other side of Arkansas, on the western side, but Murfreesboro, it's southwest of Hot Springs. Yeah, sure is. Yeah, I'm just trying to think of anything that could. I don't know. I don't That's know. Something to, I like. It's fun to go there, though. I've never been there. Well, the only times I've been there, it was so humid that it was almost miserable. Oh, I think I went there once when my wife was like six months pregnant, and she just wasn't going to have it. The last well, time I, I went there, either. we were coming home from New Orleans from a cruise, and the kids had fun digging in the dirt, and we actually spent the night there. They actually have a nice campground there. But um, this guy, he's a school teacher in uh, Nebraska, found a 2.2 carat brown diamond. It's about the size of a jelly bean. Wow. The park is 37.5 acres, and you can just dig wherever you want. Okay. But he found this uh, 15 feet from the west drain, which is a trench that runs along the western border of the park. Mm. But you find them everywhere. And sometimes you don't even have to dig. You just see them laying on the ground, especially after a large rain. Now, do you have to pay to get in? I mean, I'm sure you do. Like $5. Yeah. But, but, but you can you can bring your own equipment or yeah. you can rent it. And it's 10 bucks to rent a shovel and a pick or whatever. But I'll tell you this, and it's something I found out by uh, by observing. They would have 
people give presentations who found many diamonds. And I figured out that the people who find the diamonds, most of the diamonds, they go there every single day. They're retired, and that's what they do every day. And they're lucky if they have one or two diamond finds. Oh, really? So it's very rare that you would find something. Oh, like yeah. This. They they have. But th- this week, they had the most they've ever found in, in a, a short period of time. But they had that record amount of rain. See, that now, makes total sense. Now, there's, yes. there's, there's diamonds in that dirt that are probably the size of golf balls. And that's going to be 10 to 15 carats that haven't been found yet. Mm-hmm. They're huge. So... That's what we need to do is take a storm dar weather trip. You and me go down there well, and get enough money uh, after all of these diamonds and then invest in the company. Can you imagine the weather station we can buy with that? Oh, I we'd have to build a building oh, yeah. for the weather station. Have our own Doppler radar. Oh, oh wouldn't that be awesome? <laughs> Was that your This Week in Weather History? No. Oh, okay. So. <laughs> it could have been. Well, yeah, that's what I was going to say is I didn't do my actual, you know, big toss to the weather history. No, it wasn't. Okay. Do you have one? I do. Okay. So it's time for our next segment, which is This Week in Weather History. So, Corey, what else you got? (laughs) Well, This Week in Weather History, July 25th and 26th, 1979, which is the week my wife was born. Tropical storm Claudette stalled over Alvin, Texas, inundating the town with 43 inches of rain Whoa! in 24 hours. You're, you're kidding. That's like two inches an hour. But it was a, tr- it was a hurricane, right? Tropical storm. Tropical Claudette. storm. Whoa. This, uh, that's the mainland U.S. 24-hour rainfall record the the u.s 24-hour rainfall record is 49.69 inches on april 14th and 15th 2018 at weapa garden that's not how you pronounce that but it's in hawaii so 24 hours 43 inches that's got to do some damage now, i'm not sure where alvin texas is for sure, I but. can't imagine I'm that look. much rain in 24 hours. I'm going to look up Alvin, Texas and see if I can find that. I was a junior in high school. Yeah, you, you looked that up. Wow. I bet you could find some diamonds there. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to wash away all that all that stuff. Have you, have you found it? Alvin, Texas is... Between Houston and Galveston. Oh, okay. Way so far south. Way down there. Man. You, you, you know what I wonder? Because uh, you remember Hurricane Harvey came up and went yes. into Houston. Does that water flow right back out to the Gulf? Or does it flow to the east into some river to flow? I mean... Well, there's a huge bay. I'm just thinking. Yeah. Down there. The Galveston Bay. And it goes almost to Houston. Ah, that's right. So what that's it what it flows through there and back and out into the uh, Gulf of Mexico. Okay. Okay. So it did have some place to go. Yeah. It's not like... The, lake, the Great Salt Lake, it, well, which that's true. what it is. And it's yeah. not anything like New Orleans either because they're above sea level in Houston. Uh, right. So it can flow out. It can flow out. Yeah. And, and it's not like Lake, lake 
Lake Pontchartrain and all those little. They have tons of swampland and area that's already underwater anyway. Yeah, but they're below sea level. They're below sea level. That's the problem. So they were able... I mean, it caused a lot of damage in Houston, but it would have been much worse over in New Orleans. Wow. New Orleans. New Orleans. Oh, yeah. Miami and New Orleans. You got to have that right. Very, very interesting. You know, this is this podcast is all about hurricanes, pretty much. Well, isn't it's it? that time of year. It is, but our weather word of the week is not like that. So let's get to that. It's the weather word of the week, and this week stormed our weather weather word of the week is knuckles. It is knuckles. I almost said- I almost said canoocles, but no. No, I, no, no, I don't think. Can, lumpy can, protrusions, <laughs> lumpy, lumpy protrusions <laughs> on the edges and sometimes the underside of a thunderstorm anvil. So we've, I've seen those. Yeah. They usually appear on the up, upwind side of a back sheared anvil and indicate rapid expansion of the anvil due to the presence of a very strong updraft. They are not mammatus cl- clouds, but they kind of look like them a little bit. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're, they're developed differently. And usually mammatus clouds are on the front end of the anvil, and I think these knuckles are on the back end. I guess like if you're, if you're hanging on to a bar or something. You know, like you're 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 a Nadia Comaneci mm, and you're hanging under the bar, sure. and the knuckles are on the back side. I guess is that I don't know who that is, but is that a dancer? You don't know who Nadia Comaneci is? Is that a Russian dancer? Oh, 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 uh, man, gymnast. Am I that old? Does anyone else out there know who Nadia Comaneci is? She she was a gymnast, a very very famous famous gymnast. Back, uh, I'm sure, before <clears throat> you were born. So we will move on. <laughs> All right. Wow. I think we covered a lot today in this podcast. Seems that way. We got some updates. I'm going to take, it's uh, 10 15 now. I'm going to take one final look at radar. Uh, it's just barely, Crane is getting a lot of rain. Crane and Hurley is getting a lot of rain right now, but it does look like it's, it's decreasing. Sparta is getting a lot of rain. But Highlandville is just showering and stuff like that. And I texted my mother to see how much rain she got, but she said she it's still raining lightly up there. I don't think it's raining lightly. I think she just doesn't want to go out at night because she's uh-uh. afraid she's afraid those coons and possums are going to get her. Did I tell you this story? When I was really really young, we because I live in the country. I'm about a mile north of the city limits of Springfield, which back then was the country. More than today. Yeah. I don't know where you lived in Springfield for sure. You know, i got to take you to my, my house where I grew up, yeah. where the tree on our forecast pick is no longer there because mom had it cut down. Well, it, it was damaged, right? It was just old. <laughs> it was really old. Well, yeah, it was falling apart. It could, it could have caused damage. But anyway, we would, uh, at night, just when the moon was coming up, and you could see a family of skunks just, because uh, we owned a whole acre, so you could kind of see at the top of the acre, you could see the skunks just kind of walking up. That was so cool. Because, you know, I was one with nature. I had a pet possum. See, possums are, you know, they're ugly, but I hear they have benefits. Oh, they eat all sorts of stuff. They right. eat the mosquitoes and the spiders and the the cicadas. I mean, they eat all sorts they of sure stuff. They sure hiss at you, though. 
Well, you don't want to make them mad. <laughs> yeah. I'll have to tell you that story sometime. We'll, we'll have a podcast about, about Popcorn. That was his name, Popcorn the Possum. But not now. We need to focus on weather. So, uh, yeah, hurricanes. We're going to get probably some rain at the end of the week. And this is our first big hurricane update of the year, really. I mean, we've had yeah. some, but this is, it's really going to start picking up from here. Oh, boy, it sure has in the Pacific. Three, yeah. two, two potentially majors and one kind of. And then in the Atlantic, I'm going to keep watching that. I, well, people get more excited about Atlantic storms than than. Than Pacific storms, well, especially it's going to affect especially us, especially the media. Well, yeah, you know, because it's going to either hit Florida or the East Coast or the Gulf, and you know, you have a very small chance of hitting Hawaii, but there's just nothing else out there. And no, Pacific. no, well, no, just Hawaii, but Hawaii is important. <laughs> well, sure, but you know, with everything out there, and right in that, right in that track, we're just going to keep watching it. So tune in to Storm Dar, and again, if you're in Hawaii, make sure and. Keep following us and message us, and we will keep you updated. So, you got anything else? I think we got it all. Tonight. I think we got it all and more on this <laughs> one. Okay, well, let's wrap this thing up. Be sure to look for us on Facebook at Stormdar Weather. Like our page and be sure to like or comment on our posts to have them show up in your newsfeed. You can always contact us through our Facebook page or send us an email to stormdarweather at gmail.com. Also, check out our merch and our website at stormdarweather.com. Well, that does it for this time, so join us next week for the next edition of the Stormdar Weather Podcast.